This podcast is listener supported. To help us out, go to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash RedBullRant. The following podcast may contain language not suitable for younger audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome, my friends, to the show that never ends. This is the Red Bull Ram Podcast, the official Red Bull Podcast of SB Nation and Once a Metro. I'm your host, Jason Ipico. I'm Pat McDonald. I'm Truman, and this is episode 154, the We Beat the Dupe, Drew the Habs, Forza Lucha Spectacular Show. Woo! Uh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff to go over tonight. Fun! So, strap, strap in, because we're just going to go right into everything. No pleasantries. No. Um... So, two games on the docket that happened. Uh, we actually missed one of them when we talked last week because... Uh, we forgot. I guess it was easy to overlook the second one. <laughs> but So, first off, the New York Rebels travel down to uh, Philadelphia, or I'm sorry, Chester, to take on the Union. Yeah. Uh, came out with a 3-1 victory, went up one nothing off of a uh, Sasha Clash Jam penalty kick. Uh, Sebastian Latou scored, apparently, his 50th goal, MLS career goal, and then pushed Felipe down without getting the card. Um, Sean Wright Phillips hooked up with his brother for the first time ever. That includes their days in Man City, where apparently they never scored, or where, uh, he never set, Sean never set Bradley up, apparently. And then, uh, just for good measure, Anatole Bond in the end just decided to, uh, score a fucking goal and put the dagger into the Union. So. Yeah. That was that. Um, there was yeah. unfortunately, there was unfortunately some incidents, apparently, uh, at the end of the game. Uh, I I feel like I have to talk about them just you know because of the fan experience. Uh, there were some fights during the game, which apparently were at least a physical part of the fights was started by Union fans. Um, the Union confirmed that they had ejected two people. Um, everything I've seen, it's Union fans that got ejected, not Red Bull fans. But after the game was over, apparently the Union blocked or the security for the Union blocked off um, the restrooms on the concourse. To Red Bulls fans and directed everybody to porta potties, and the union would not confirm that. So, what? Rephrase that. They didn't respond to an inquiry. Wait, you didn't hear? You didn't hear about this? No, not at all. Dude, this I, was like a I big read serious. it on onceametro.com. I don't read that website. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, <coughs> yes, that cough's still around, by the way. Don't worry, the, the strep seems to be gone. The cough's not. Um, so. Apparently, as I was ready, getting set to leave PPL Park after the game, um, I was told by some of the guys in once Metro that uh, fans were denied use of the restrooms. Uh, when I inquired uh, through the, the, the team PR person who was still there, the response that I got was that um, the security procedure is not to shut the bathrooms off, but um, to, uh, what's the word, encourage use of portable toilets that they have there if there is if security feels there's a need for it. Um Apparently, after the game, though, the fence that they usually have on the concourse to separate the Red Bull fans from the rest of the fans in the stadium was moved to block off access to uh, the restrooms. There was a picture that was sent in to us, or sent to one of the Metro on Twitter. Uh, I forget the name of the user off the top of my head, but the fence did show a gap in between. Uh, when I asked about it, he told me that anybody that tried to go through was told by security they could not go through and how to use the portable toilets that were um, 
brought it to help with the the match. So apparently, post match, especially when people were, you know, the Indian fans were mostly gone, the Red Bull supporters were not allowed to use the in stadium facilities. Yeesh. Yeah. Yucky. Um, and like I said, when I asked the union about specifically about post match, they did not confirm or deny anything. They didn't even get back to me on it. Um, but I, I, there's multiple people saying that that's the case. So I can't imagine that, you know, like five, six, at least five or six people are lying about the condition of not being allowed to go to the bathroom. That just doesn't make sense. So unfortunately it's a bad experience to ruin everything. Surprising, but a surprise. Well, right, anyway, doop and doop. Um, so then, uh, Wednesday night, uh, which was a match which, honestly, I completely forgot about going into last weekend, <laughs> which is probably why we didn't talk about it last week. Um, <coughs> the, God damn it. You oh, got God, the, uh, Red Bulls. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm good. Uh, the Red Bulls traveled to uh, Montreal, take on Impact. It was kind of a homecoming of sorts for uh, Carl Wimette, Felipe Martins, and Jesse Marsh. Uh, Red Bulls gave up a goal. Uh, I think it was like the 44. 40th or 41st minute, I can't remember which one. Um, Red Bulls got one back with Lloyd Sam scoring while being pushed in the back of the penalty box, uh, like 51st, 50 52nd, something like that. And then up 10 men for the last 10 minutes, the game couldn't do jack shit. Just, so. just hit the crossbar in the final second. And so close. So close. That thing? Yeah, they, they hit the woodwork, basically. Yeah. All right, so as we do when we talk about two games at once... We're going to combine our likes and dislikes. So, Pat, you can go first. What did you dislike about these two games? Uh, you know, it's, it's you know, there's really not a ton to dislike. Um, you know, I guess you got to go with you know, hearing about all the drama in the post game with the Philadelphia Union. Um, you know, it, one of the things. I mean, of course, you run this risk going into Philadelphia at any time if you're an opposing fan of you know, running into douchebags. But you know, it's, it's a shame that we have to deal with that because. You know, the, one of the, the positives of the American soccer landscape is that we don't have to deal with the hooliganism uh, that's so rampant in other, in other areas of the world. So it's a shame to see this kind of tarnished with some BS uh, amongst fans. Um, you know, I, so it, it's that, that's got to be my big, big dislike. It's like, you know, I know you're Philly fans, and I know you're supposed to be douchebags, um, but, you know, like, can't we just not fight? Can't we just limit it to, like, some banter and shit like that? And then I guess if you're a Red Bull fan, I mean, I know it's, it's tough when people really get in your face, but, you know, just turn, just walk away. Turn the other cheek. Don't have to deal with that shit, you know? Um, so, I mean, really, is that, that I mean, because otherwise the results were fine. So, I mean, I, I'm going to say, I have to say, yeah, my big dislike would have to be the uh, post-game fracas, so to speak, that we saw uh, down or heard about down in Philadelphia. So uh, I just got to step in. For what it's worth, um, the Union fans that I've heard on Twitter uh, are actually sympathetic to Red Bull fans in this case. Uh, you know, there, unfortunately, there are people that you know get drunk and get belligerent. And uh, like I said, the reports that or the stories I heard uh, do not indicate that the Red Bulls fans started a physical fight. They may have been drawing back and forth, but they didn't start the physical altercations. Um, yeah, that's, that's why. That's what I meant. I meant the, the physical aspect was started by Philly and not Rebel fans. Yeah. Um, and then uh, also um, there's a post up on uh, brotherlygame.com, which is kind of a once-a-metro sister blog for the union, where uh, Eugene Rapinski, who's the uh, managing editor, takes a look at the situation at PPL Park because, honestly, the, that stadium is just not set up at all for um, 
traveling support, and I just should go read it. He kind of uses the Red Bull game to highlight the issues, but th- that stadium situation just is a shit show all around in terms of travel support. Well, especially for teams like the Red Bulls and DC United that bring a lot of people. Yeah, and and the biggest glaring problem they've had has been since day one, since they opened that stadium, is putting the traveling support right next to the Sons of Ben, right next to the that. Well, end. and. And, and this right is a discussion that I, discussion I had with him. Uh, it wasn't pu- in public. It was on um, uh, this thing called Slack that we used for explanation. But anyway, um, the discussion I had with him was basically that the way PPL Park is laid out, there really is no other place to put it. You, um, the other side of the other side of the field, so the near side of the camera, next to Sons of Ben is the supporters' entrance, and you obviously can't have anybody come through there because um, that would just be baby town frolics. Um, the other end of the field, so the, the far touch line, or the far goal line, uh, from where the Sons of Ben sit, if you are outside the stadium, that's the main entrance. And if you're the Union, you don't want Red Bulls fans congregating around your main entrance. And apparently there is a, um, a club slash bar, uh, that's like air conditioned, that's right near the, that, that main entrance. And <coughs> again, you don't want supporters near your high paying members. So unfortunately, the union forced themselves into a corner to put the fans where they did, and this is the result. Idiot! Oh my! What are these soccer fans singing the whole game? I just came there to watch a little bit of a kickabout. What are these? They, they don't want to be quiet the whole game. Oh my! Harumph! <laughs> <laughs> Come on! Can, can, you can't expect the rich to be slumming it. I mean, it just doesn't work. Yeah, oh, we're a bunch of degenerates. All right. Uh, I don't know about me, but yeah. <laughs> All right, German, you're up. What did you dislike about these two? Well, I guess even though it worked out, uh, Red Bulls did not look good playing Philly, that's for sure. Uh, I've never seen so many bad passes before. It could be from that god-awful field. I don't even know what was going on with that field. Yikes. It looks like they just cut it up and were laying carpet down. It was bad. Uh, That apparently, according to the the, uh, Berkeley game writer that was there, Apparently, PPL Park had recently hosted a marching band contest and put a football field layout on the on the field to help them in terms of uh, marking. So they pretty much ruined it for their main tenant. Smart, smart. Well, Way to go, guys! You guys are really killing it with PPL Park. Let me tell you, really killing it. But yeah, uh, aside from that, the Red Bulls did not look good, and it certainly wasn't from Philly um, playing really great defense. It was just bad passing. I mean, just really. Ugly, ugly passing. And to be able to look that bad and still win a game 3-1, you, you got to take it, right? Uh, for the Montreal game, not really not too much to complain about, honestly. It's, I thought it was a really decent result. Yeah, um, you, know, you know, Dax McCarty, after the game, he said, uh, what was it he said exactly? Um, I think the first half we played like shit, you can quote me on that. So, I mean, when he says that, <laughs> you know what I mean, he means it. Um, my dislike's gonna have to be playing up a man and still not doing anything. Um, you know, it's not the first time the Red Bulls have been in a situation, and it seems like that they seem to play worse in that situation. Uh, the Open Cup match against Philly, they had 80 minutes up a man and got one goal. They had 10 minutes against Montreal, had a decent number of shots, couldn't get a goal. I just don't know what their problem is playing as 10 men, but they just seem to do worse, and that's not a good trend. A little bit tougher when, yeah, you only have 10 minutes with that extra man, um, especially when all Montreal did was just play defense for the rest of the game. So, 
Yeah, but yeah, and, it, it is. Beca- I mean, you'd like to see definitely a few more opportunities. And, and for the record, um, it probably should have been ten men for like the almost uh, the entire game. 70, <laughs> Seventy-six minutes of that game. Yeah. Yep. But you know, I mean, the fact whatever. that we're not all just jumping all over that is amazing. A clear handball, clear. Well, it's not. It's not just that it was a handball, but it was a denial of a goal scoring opportunity. Right. Because Wright Phillips was going to be the only one on the end of that ball. Yep. So. All right. Anyway, let's uh, let's move on to our likes this weekend. Obviously, on a happy note. Um, Truman, you were first. What did you like the most about these two matches? Well, Wright Phillips, Wright Phillips. How could you not like it? I mean, that that's that's what you want to see in a guy's first game comes right out and, uh, you know, sc- scores him right, I mean, what, a minute after Philly scores, they come right back with an absolutely awesome goal. Goal of the week nominee, yes, I think, maybe. I think it was up for uh, goal of the week. Definitely my choice. I mean, it, yeah, you love seeing it, and uh, hopefully we're going to see more. I'll be curious to see who starts on Sunday, if Sean will get a start here. It wouldn't surprise me. Give Grell a little bit, a bit of a break. He's already started the past two games. So, yeah, that's my big one. I mean, you, you, you gotta love the, uh, the Wright Phillips brothers connecting there. Um, yeah, the Wright Phillips goal is up for goal of the week, by the way. Okay. I thought it was. Um, well, since the winner's announced on Friday and this is going to go out Thursday night, yeah, nobody's going to. I hope win. you voted at this point. Oh, yeah, I voted. No, of course, of course we're not going to win. Yeah. Um, so my like of the game, or the, the two games I should say, is uh shit, I had it in my head. Where did it go? We can, um, you can like it, Paco unless he disappeared. Oh, that's right. Shit, you're right. It's past turn. I'm sorry. Pat, you're yeah, up. right. Yeah, I'm right. It's my turn. <laughs> you should have stepped right. in. Okay, I guess my like you can kind of combine even to the uh, you know last three games. that you know the Red Bulls went undefeated on their three game road trip. Um, you know and. Walking away with seven points. I mean, you really can't ask for any sure. You really want to nitpick. You, you can uh, hope to, you know, wish they had scored when they were up a man and they had gotten the full nine points. But hey, look, seven is a great way to go. And um, I, I saw a tweet today. I don't know who tweeted it out. It might have been Mark Fishkin. He may have retweeted it. I'm not sure. But the Red Bulls are one of, if not the best, road team in the league right now. And that's something that's going to go a long way come playoff time. So, um, you know. That's got to be the big like, you know. It's this team is really sitting pretty. They have games in hand against, uh, you know, against DC. Uh, you know, they. If I'm not mistaken, I looked at the standings. They are the fourth best team when it comes to points per game in the league right now, which puts them in the supporter shield race, which is something I don't think we were uh, we were going to say when Matt Miazga was missing and they were dropping all those games. So. Um, yeah, my big like is just that they did so very very well on uh, on this road trip. What a difference a Miazga makes. And actually, that that was going to be like, that's the one I was trying to think of. Um, you know, Matt Miazga has just been lights out this year. Uh, I think we've lost, like, maybe one game with him and Paranel in the lineup together. It, it's just kind of amazing that, uh, you know, beginning of the year, I, I think most of us were looking around and wondering what's going to happen with, Dave, with Paranel and Zubar. And now we're a little more than half a year in, and it's like, who the hell is Zubar? Yeah. And, uh, and uh, even though I wasn't necessarily uh, with Matt's fault that the Montreal scored it all, fair enough, come on. Stop uh, accumulating the yellow cards. We can't, can't be losing you like that. So, no on. kidding. He's got a bad habit there, that's for sure. So uh, that was it in terms of 
the games. Uh, I would have the prediction or the prediction ship, but I of course don't update it. Um, in fairness <laughs> to me, I've been working extra hours at work the last uh, week or two, so I, I have reasons for that this time. All these excuses. End of the year. That's all that matters. Um, so with that, we are going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more Red Bull rant right after this. Uh, welcome back to Rebel Rant. Um, so, on Twitter today, we had said that we were going to have on with us uh, one of the fours, uh, Lucha 3 wrestlers, uh, Eric Corvus. Unfortunately, uh, due to his schedule, uh, he he's currently wrestling tonight, uh, but due to his schedule, he's uh, now unable to make it. Uh, things kind of changed at the last minute. We just couldn't get him on, unfortunately. Um, I, I think Pat and Truman are going to try to get a little talk with him at the event on Sunday, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. yeah. But, uh, so, it, usually we would have a guest in the second segment. What we're going to do is, uh, Pat and Truman were at the uh, New York Red Bulls 2 game on Sunday. Mm. So, we're going to have a little talk about that. Yes, we are. Uh, Just kidding. I, yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. Nah. So, uh, I, I don't know which one of you wants to go first, but, you know, feel free. Pat, yeah. go ahead. Sure. Yeah, no, we went, we, uh, checked out the game. It was held at the uh, Red Bull training facility, which was, um, you know, it was the first time I've ever been over there. So that was a pretty, pretty cool experience. Um, you know, I, I actually, I would hope that they would have more games there in the future. Um, you know, the only drawback is that the stands are on the turf field. So they'd have to play on turf, but, um, it, it was, you know, it was cool. It was a nice little intimate atmosphere, you know, about, you know, 150 fans were there, which was, uh, which was really cool. Um, you could hear everything being on the seat, on <laughs> being said on the field. So, oh yeah, be prepared, no, for, words. Be, be prepared for an R-rated experience if you do go. <laughs> uh, and then you know it was, well, it was good to. Spend. I was gonna say if you're listening to this show, I don't think that's an issue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it was you know it was a really cool experience to see. Um, you know, go there and uh, there was one St. Louis fan. Well, there was a couple, but one real vocal one. And it was pretty funny to uh, watch him. Uh, and he was a nice guy too. Was, uh, we got to talk to him and hang out, so it was pretty, uh, pretty cool. Yeah, shout out to Mario. Mario. Shout out to Mario. He uh, he was actually from St. Louis and moved to Philly, so this was one of the rare chances locally. You know, now that he moved here, that he can come see his team. And yep. uh, not only was he there, but he was rocking the jersey and he had a flag. Like he was, he was good to go, and he was waving that flag in super hot weather. Pretty much the whole game, and he was doing chants. It was it was great. Like he was having a great time. Oh yeah. Um, like Pat said, really cool place to watch a game. It's very intimate. Uh, that facility is really just in the middle of nowhere. You know, yeah. it's surrounded by, I don't know, mossy weeds. <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah. One there's a, if anyone's uh, feeling adventurous and you want a free USL soccer ball. Uh, there was uh, definitely one in the weeds there somewhere that you can go if you feel like fishing it out. Yeah, it's it uh, it, it might have become one with the marsh at this point. Yeah, <laughs> but it yeah, it was definitely a fun experience. We saw the Anatola of Rock and Roller was there. Anatola yep. Abang was there. Yeah, Ayango was there, which Remember? people yep. thought we were lying about when we told him he was there. <laughs> he was there in an impact shirt. Yep. You know, obviously, 
they were there to hang out and see their friend, you know, Obacop playing. Obacop had scored the first goal. Yep. Uh, Red Bulls won in what the 90th minute, something yeah. like that. They got the 90th, game winner. It was injury time, if I'm not mistaken. It was a nice yeah. little, uh, nice little one-two there in the box. And, uh, one of the kids who scored against Chelsea scored. I forget, uh, Castellanot, Lano, I think. So it was, uh, yeah, it was good, 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 good time. Really, really fun. Uh, Brandon Barklich plays for St. Louis. So he started. Yeah. For St. Yeah. Louis, that was really cool. So you saw a former uh, mini, I'll say he's a mini Metro legend because he did score those two goals against D.C. And when you score two goals uh, at home against D.C., you've definitely become a mini legend. At the oh, yeah. Least. Absolutely. I, again, yeah, highly recommend checking the place out. Tons of fun. Uh, next time we're going to bring uh, more bottled water inside with us. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You could try it out pretty quickly. Because it was hot and, yeah, there were no beverages available. So definitely pick yourself up a beverage and bring it in with you. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. But, again, really, really fun. We we had a blast. I would definitely go. If they played more on my days off, I would go all the time. It's it's For someone like us, when we're coming from, you know, west of the stadium, it's a lot easier to get to driving into Newark or Harrison and parking and paying for parking and paying for a game. Free game. Oh, yeah. I even said, you know, if they want to charge 10 bucks, charge 10 bucks, I'll pay. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it was such a, yeah, it was such an easy drive. I mean, Truman hit me up on my place and we just carpooled over. It was, uh, it it was a lot of fun. I mean, I, I hope they play more games. I mean, if it's just like two or three a season there, uh, it would be a blast. Yeah. So support, you know, I, I'll say this. You should always support the, you know, originally it was the reserve team and now we have Red Bull too. You guys got to come out to these games. Don't just support the big team. Come out and see the young guys. Come out and yeah. see Sean McClaws. McClaws. You know, come out and see Leo Stoltz. Come see the young guys because there's a good chance that these guys are going to end up on the main roster. Yeah. And this is your chance to come see them play when they're young. If you're into taking pictures, signing autographs, whatever, they're usually pretty available after games. Uh, oh, yeah. Because, again, there's not a million people there. I certainly got a sweet picture, which I maybe I'll send the J. Five more times. Yeah, that sounds about right. I didn't fully pay him yet, but I may, maybe <laughs> I will. I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we had an absolute blast. Lots and lots of fun. Absolutely. Jay, did you have any special experiences this past weekend? <laughs> uh, I kind of did. Yeah. Um, Why don't you I, talked, I, I talked about it on the last show. Um, I was set up for my first ever MLS press box experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I specifically say MLS press box because I had been in one for sky blue before. Um, so it was a little interesting. Um, obviously it's a bigger scale than sky blue since sky blue plays at, uh, the Rucker soccer stadium, which is one set of stands and basically looks like a football, a high school football press box. Um, so, you know, I, I roll up, get my press pass, uh, the security guard who checked my bag didn't want to be there and was asking why it was such a big game. <laughs> and I just thought that was Yikes. pretty funny for someone who worked at PPL. Although, I come on, I mean, it, it doesn't surprise me that there's security. They're not understanding what's going on. But anyway. I'm security uh, for so, a soccer team? What? Well, it's CSC. I mean, so they contract everybody. It's not like you and, – and honestly, and I, I don't say this to demean the people that are security guards, but – um. Some of them aren't exactly sharpest tools in the shed. So, <laughs> uh, so anyway, I go upstairs to the press box, uh, which was op- which was open air, but did have the option to close the windows. They left it open since it was a beautiful night at PPL. Um, 
The only issue is the seat I was in had a support beam in the way that covered pretty much like half of the one side of the field. Like I had a I had a lean to the side to see any corner kicks taken um, from uh, on the TV. It would be the left hand side, the far corner. I basically had a anything from like the halfway line diagonally to that corner. I had a like lean to the left, and I was sitting next to Frank Giassi, um, you know, friend of the show. I was next to him, and uh, at some point during uh, like the first second half, he turns to me and goes. You know, we're gonna need chiropractics uh, to look at us after this game. <laughs> it was, it really was ridiculous that beam. I mean, don't get me wrong, it was a nice view, but that beam just completely killed you. Like, they have three rows of press boxes. The first row is obviously for the, um, you know, the, jur- the journalists that are there every game because they're the best seats in the house. Um, the second row is there for the uh, not as much regulars, or if you are regular, the not as important regulars. <laughs> and uh, so it was me, Frank Giassi, then it was the two PR guys for the Red Bulls, followed up by the two social uh, people, um, Scott Sandalow, uh, Molly, I can't remember her last name off the top of my head. Molly Brady? Um, Brent, I Molly. think that's right. They're their social media right. person? Yes. Um, then it was uh, <clears throat> Jason Baum, who's been you know kind of pretty active on Twitter. It, it was really nice to meet all them. Uh, of course, obligatory. I got to talk about the food a little bit since that's the hot button at Red Bull Arena. Um, <laughs> they had they had a nice little behind the press box. They had, actually had like a nice lounge that had like ten tables in it, like so they could sit like forty people. Um, they had like a, they had chicken sandwiches for dinner, which was eh, okay. <laughs> it's, it's like big piece of chicken. It got fried out, and anyway, um, chips, brownies. Uh, pretzels, um, uh, soda fountain. So I was, you know, uh, I was set for the game. Gave me a nice media packet with all the information, which I didn't need half of it or even like seventy five percent of it to, for the game. Because <laughs> nice. I'm not looking, I'm not looking through stats on every single game for this. It doesn't make sense. Um, but you know, of course, I get Wi Fi since I'm covering the team, so they they want to make sure I get my stuff in there. Uh, there was the the Special Olympics game that took place before. Um, I know the Red Bulls fans didn't get to really see it because they didn't get uh, brought into the stadium until I think like the last few minutes of it. Um, for those who didn't see that, uh, the New York Red Bulls had spent a month working with the Special Olympics and uh, Rowan University, which after hearing about this, I'm kind of proud because I am actually an alumni of Rowan University. Um, they were working with Rowan University and their unified sports program uh, and the Special Olympics to help teach kids uh, some soccer skills. So they had a Special Olympics Unified match uh, on uh, before the game. <coughs> two 15-minute halves. Uh, the one thing I will – sorry, two things I will say about that match. Um, one, those kids are really unselfish when it comes to the ball. Like, there was a three-on-none attack, and instead of taking a shot, the kid passes the ball. Awesome. Like, that's just amazing. Um, and sportsmanship is amazing with their uh, – one of the red – one of the Red Bulls keepers, and, and they were stopping, you know, players out every so often, so it wasn't like the same kids all the time. Uh, one of the Red Bulls goalkeepers uh, accidentally took a ball to the face. You know, it's just because, you know, somebody kicks it, it just happens. Um, he shook it off, and that's no real issue. But the first thing he did before he went for the ball, he went to the uh, the Union kid who happened to kick the ball. Both of them high-fived each other. <laughs> and uh, it was it was kind of cool. They each 
everybody got it seems like their own personalized jersey. I couldn't tell from uh, the stands, but they were the Red Bulls kids were wearing Red Bull jerseys, the Union kids were wearing Union jerseys, um, like full full cast. We're talking shirt, short socks, like everything. Um, and that that was kind of cool to witness. And I, I was live tweeting it, and and Pat goes to it says in our little uh, Red Bull rant chat, who's <laughs> putting out fake updates on Twitter. I'm like, that's not fake. That's for a different game. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I was specifically using <coughs> I was specifically using the RBNY and do hashtags since the, the kids were wearing the jerseys. So there you go. Then uh, after the game, uh, and I, I quickly filed my my little uh, article. Go down to the press box, which th- this is another downside to PPL because of where they put things. Um, the locker rooms sit under the river end, and the press box is on the sideline. So I have to go downstairs to the concourse and make my way through the crowd to get to the locker rooms. And I think I missed like maybe 10 seconds or 20 seconds of uh, comments from Jesse Marsh. But uh, you know, I got to go to the locker room. That was a really cool experience, seeing all these guys up close. Uh, listening to Luis Robles, Dax McCarty, Sean and Bradley Wright Phillips, um, Matt Miazga. I uh, talked to Sean Davis too, although those um, – Sasha Kleschin, and I think that was it. I, I don't want to say anybody else. But it was really cool being able to see all these guys up close. Um, and uh, as I, it was pointed out to me by uh, Pat, I believe – I apparently made it into the Red Bulls videos yeah, for <laughs> um, Jesse Marsh and Sasha Kleschen. Uh, apparently on the Marsh video, you can kind of see part of me. And Sasha Kleschen, apparently I am like just completely in the background. No, nothing in the way. Okay. I, it, that that was a little weird seeing that, honestly. <laughs> I was not expecting that. Um, I, I was actually trying to stay out of the camera view. Unfortunately, I was like stuck to this, the kind of like the edge of the semicircle around question but apparently I was in the right spot for the camera so but all in all that it was, it was such a great experience uh, I have to thank the union obviously for giving me the pass the Red Bulls who put me on their traveling uh, media list um, I really hope to be able to do that at Red Bull Arena because that is different considering they have the Euro style seating for the press that's right behind the uh, the, the uh, benches and uh, yeah I mean I just I, I can't it, it took a few days for like the glow to wear off. I'll say that. <laughs> and 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 dork, dorky comment of the night. I did frame my press pass, and uh, I think it was the starting lineup from from the Red Bull side to kind of commemorate my first uh, journey into the press box. Nice. Did you did you ask anybody any questions? Uh, I did. I asked. Uh, I, I can't remember off the top of my head. Actually, if I can bring up the um, statue, uh, the quote sheet, I can tell you what I asked. Um, I was the only one to talk to Matt Miazga, actually. Hmm. So I, I think I put those out on the What's the Metro Twitter. Um, let's see. When it came to... I asked Jesse Marsh about... Wait, that's the wrong game. That's Montreal. Um, there it is. All right, let's see. I'd asked uh, Jesse Marsh about uh, changing formations at the end when they brought uh, Carl Met on because it was five defenders. Uh, I asked... Uh, Robles, I think I asked about supporters, but they didn't get put on the official quote sheet. Same thing for Dax McCarty. Um, Sean Ray Phillips, I think I asked about supporters too, but that didn't get in the quote sheet. Sasa Kleshin didn't ask anything, neither did I ask, uh, Ray Phillips. Wow. So, um, here, here, the, the best part was, I, I mentioned the quote in the first, 
uh, the first segment, hearing Dax McCarty said that he played like shit, and you can quote me on it, <laughs> be, being right there, that was kind of funny. <laughs> nice. like, I am quoting you right now. I, I I really wanted to just immediately go on Twitter and say, this is what Dax said, but I couldn't because I know I had to listen to the other guys. It was just really funny. Nice. All right. Uh, so I think that's enough for our second segment. Yeah. I'll have a guess. Oh, yeah. Um, so we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to uh, have our NYCFC preview and uh, a little bit of talk about Forza Lucha 3. Just a little. So we've got, just a wee bit. Little. A wee bit. All right. So we'll be back with more Red Bull Rant right after this. Welcome back to the Red Bull Rant. We are going to talk about uh, Forza Lucha. We did kind of promise that last week. What we're going to do is we're going to talk about uh, New York City FC match first. Therefore, those of you that don't want to really listen to the wrestling talk, uh, you'll be able to cut out kind of early. Um, so let's get into that. Uh, Sunday night, 7 p.m. start time. I believe it's on Fox Sports 1. Uh, the New York Red Bulls will be hosting uh, New York City FC in their third and final match of the regular season. Um New York City FC now has uh, Frank Lampard, if he's healthy, um, yeah. Andrea Prilo, um, some other guys that you may have heard of I, or not. I don't really know. Um, but so they're, they're coming in with their designated players now. Um, they, they do have a reduced away allocation. Nah. Um, for those for those who did read the story a few weeks ago, uh, the Red Bulls pulled back their ticket allocation from I think it was like fifteen hundred to five hundred. Uh, due to using smoke bombs in the stands and endangering people, especially when they threw one on the field at Luis Robles. And this, don't forget, there were, these were league-mandated punishments. Uh, well, no, those were Red Bull punishments. Well, there were additional league right, punishments. Right, for the seats. Yeah, I'm saying, they, yeah, they took away. But then they also said, uh, oh, yeah, by the way, no banners, no flags, no drums, no no four, lives. Four or five away matches, I think. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. No uh, so anyway, way, way to not understand that hooligan culture is now welcome out the Way, yeah, but they're tough guys, right. man. Come on. Um, and uh, for those of you tuned into supporters' culture, Chance Michaels and his hats are no longer involved, or at least no longer running third rail. Whoops, that went well. <laughs> they they almost got yeah. through a season. Well, I mean, when you jump around from team to team trying to find a supporters group to boss around, eventually <laughs> you're going to piss somebody off. <laughs> so, um, all right, let's talk about the actual game, though. Um. So like I said, 7 p.m. start time, uh, Fox Sports 1. Pat, you're up first. What do you think is going to happen on Sunday? Uh, I think it's uh, you're going to see a season sweep um, this uh, upcoming weekend. Um, you know, I think uh, we're going to welcome NYC season with open arms with a 3-0-0 record ended. Um, you know, uh, Andrea Pirlo and Frank Lampard, I hope they have their, uh, you know, their old, you know, their old people – you know, energy opioid or whatever to get them going for the game because they're going to need it. Uh, you know, Pirlo so far has looked 50-50, looked good against Orlando, looked like crap against Montreal. So, uh, and you know what, that's going to happen when you throw a whole bunch of superstars into the mix in the middle of the season. Uh, they're not exactly going to mesh that well. And it looks like NYCFC is learning that the hard way. Uh, I expect that to continue. I expect the Red Bulls to continue their upward trend. Um, let's see with Gonzalo Verona. I don't think he'll start, but it'll be interesting to see uh, when he, when and if he comes in, what he does. Um, but I think, yeah, you're going to see the Red Bulls uh, come away victorious. Uh, three nothing, or uh, three, 
Oh, no, for the season, 2 nothing for the game. Uh, and, uh, yeah, welcome to MLS uh, New York City FC. And <laughs> Blue team better have the most perfect passes from their midfields to their forwards, or they are in a massive trouble because the Red Bulls midfield is going to do what they love to do, and that is absolutely wreak havoc and turn the ball over against a bunch of old dudes. And there's no way you can tell me that that Fat Frank, Pirlo, you know, on that squad, you know, Mix, wherever he is. I don't even know if he's on the bench anymore. Maybe he'll be playing up, I don't know, in the seats with his fans. Uh, it's, I think they're going to have a huge, huge amount of trouble here. Red Bull Arena is going to be packed, packed with Red Bull fans. And then if they try to get their scalp tickets wherever. Uh, also, I would just like to say that Chuck Taylor is undefeated going and watching Red Bull's games. <laughs> so one win, one loss. One win, one draw. So I like the I like that sign. And uh, the last time I think they put a whipping on Montreal, it was like a four. I think that, I think that was like something. a four two. Yeah, something like that. It was a good ass kicking. And I expect more of the same. Absolutely. Uh, let's say three to one. I think that's a nice number to look at. Just win this one three one. Put this season sweep on these guys. Send the Blue Smurfs crying home to their mamas in the Bronx. And uh, it will be an absolute perfect day at Forza and at Red Bull Arena. Uh, there, there's been a trend in the first two games against uh, New York City. In the first game, it was a 2 nothing victory. Mm. In the second game, it was a 3 or sorry, 2-1 victory in the first game. And then it was a 3-1 victory. Therefore, it's going to be 4-1 on Sunday. We call that the backwards on Ray. <laughs> there you go. Um... Uh, this team, this New York City team, like Pat said, has to find itself with its mid-season acquisitions. Um, there's a reason Dax McCarty deserved to be at the Red Bull, at the All-Star game before uh, Pat Frank, and he showed that at the All-Star game. And he showed it again in the, la- the last two games. He is one of the, if not the best, defensive midfielder in MLS. <clears throat> and I can't see him and Felipe letting guys that are in preseason form, just running rough shot over him. So uh, maybe a goal, constellation goal at the end, maybe. But I definitely see this one as a runaway victory for the Red Bulls. Don't fuck it up. And just, uh, just don't forget, mix this group to mash Frank and Andrea's uh, food into a nice little paste so they can get it down. You know, at that age, you don't want to. You know, you got. Well, speaking of mixed disc rude, nobody take football too seriously because he'll get upset. <laughs> um. So, actually, before we talk wrestling stuff, uh, we do have to talk about some news. Um, obviously, the big one is uh, Gonzalo Verone is officially a New York Red Bull. Yay! He was signed uh, yesterday, Woo! or at least officially announced yesterday, I should say. Um, Tuesday night, uh, it was like Empire of Soccer, Big Apple Soccer, and I can't remember who the third person outlet was. They apparently had an embargo press release that they sent out, but... Um, uh, he is signed. He's a young designated player, rumored uh, transfer of like 1.9 million, which is not terrible. Um, they are not apparently using uh, any of the allocation money to buy him down, so he is officially a designated player. And um, I don't think he's going to start Sunday. I-, I can't imagine he starts, you know, no. just a few days after. Uh, give it like a week or two, at least. Uh, I don't know because I don't know if San Lorenzo has has been playing or not. I have not cut up their schedule. <laughs> um, but uh, thoughts on the Red Bulls going out and signing 
not only designated player, but a young designated player. No, I mean we've talked about this. It's a great move. I mean, uh, we said last week we don't, we haven't really seen much of him, not in the South American soccer. So you know, I don't. All I see is YouTube videos, but it. This is the kind of signing you want: the young player, the fast player, the creative midfielder. This is what everyone's been complaining about. We went out and got it, and now we're going to see what happens on the field. And hopefully, yeah, hopefully he does get into the game, maybe for like twenty minutes or so. We'll see. I would love for him to come in and just burn everybody and score a goal in his first game. I mean, that would just be wonderful. That would be a treat. Um, but yeah, this is the signing everyone wanted. This is the signing they're getting. It's uh, it's awesome. And uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll definitely see uh, come the next few games what he turns out to be. Uh, someone's going to be s- sitting on the bench a little bit more. Uh, I, I'm thinking it's probably going to be Felipe. I think everyone's going to assume that, right? Does anyone else think it won't be Felipe on the bench? Uh, well, ah. the, the, prob- the problem is with that with Sean Phillips because he could play on the wing. Apparently, he could play central, and if you really want to, you can have him play right or left back. Apparently, um, so maybe Grelis. It's also depending on who you're feeling. Yeah, well, we shall see. All right. Um, let's see. Tickets tickets for Sunday's match. Uh, apparently, less than 500 as of yesterday. Um, resale. I think I saw some South. Somebody complained about South Ward tickets being resold for like eighty bucks. Um, or maybe actually maybe like a hundred. Yeah, thinking about it. I saw a hundred dollars. So, if you're going there, you you better hope you can find something before the the, the primary market sold out. Yeah, I think I'm uh, um, shit out of luck in getting a ticket for this uh, this Sunday. Oh well, I, I won't be there uh, because of a family barbecue. So, um, yeah, unfortunately that kind of sucks, but. If if you're going, have fun and uh, hope hope to see a loss by the blue team. Um, any, do you guys have anything else for the uh, dumping ground? Well, I mean, usually we could go on and on in the dumping ground, but we got we got bigger fish to fry, don't we? Uh, we do. I, I wanted I wanted to get the news out there before we uh, switched it over to wrestling. That's why I was asking. No, no, I I think we're good to go. I, I'm I'm right. I'm ready to crack up, ready to talk. All right, uh, so for those of you who don't want to listen to wrestling, this is where you can turn off, but uh, please give us a follow on Twitter at Red Bull Rants. And it, even if you're not listening to wrestling stuff but are interested in checking out uh, the show, Truman, where can they get information on the show? Well, let, yeah, let me lead off with this. If you're not in the wrestling and if you haven't already turned off our show, um, you should come out anyway if you're coming to the game because it is a – I'll lead off by saying it's a super fun time. Uh, I know a bunch of people who are not wrestling fans who who love it. They have an absolute blast. We make it fun for everybody. There's going to be a lot of stuff going on, raffles and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, where you can find the information is on Facebook and Twitter. Both are, uh, you know, at Forza Lucha. Very easy to look up. We got tons of cool videos on YouTube. You can look up all our YouTube videos, a bunch of stuff there. Um, but shall we get into it? Shall we get into the card? Wait, you, did you say where it's going to be? Well, I'm, I'm getting there. Okay. I'm saying where you can find us online. I, I meant where the actual event's going to be. We're, well, okay. Well, let, let's get into it. Okay. Um, Actually, sorry. Before you get into it, i got to say, if you're still listening, um, Forza Lucha 2 had a red card and a goal. So Yes, that is absolutely true. Someone got sent off. Yeah. And somebody, somebody, or at least attempted to score a goal. I can't remember if he did or not on the first try. Uh, Eric, but there is something for everybody. We won't mention again that Eric Corvus... Couldn't score a goal. Not, not, well, we're not going to say it. I, I wasn't going to name names. But... <laughs> All right, but anyway, let's let's get into it. Okay, so 
on Sunday at one o'clock. Um, I think we're going to have doors open around 1230 or so, 1231. Uh, it's at Buena Braza which is the home, the new home of the Empire Supporters Club this year. It's going to be in the parking lot there, so plenty of parking around the area. Uh, I've never had a problem finding a place to park. If you don't know where Buena Braza is, I don't have the address handy. It's, uh, like, right on me. But all you need to know is that it's right – it was behind where El Pastor was. So if you remember where El Pastor was, it's it's behind it. Jay right now is typing keys and getting me the exact address, isn't he? Is that, is that what's trying. happening? <laughs> I think it's on Merchant Street, I believe. Um, um I, I think it is. I think it's Merchant Street. This is not the right point in the browser. Nope. There's Actually, a couple wacky addresses. But anyway, I believe it's on Merchant Street. Oh, this is not the right one. This one's in Dallas. Yeah. That's it's not right. Not, it's not the point of Brasa on Adam. Yeah. yeah. I believe it's Merchant Street. Anyway, let's just talk about it. Uh here we go. One Merchant Street, Newark. See? There you go. Boom. Um, so right off the bat, one o'clock we're gonna have a pre show. All the guys are gonna have the merch table set up. We'll have a merch table. We got tons of cool stuff for sale. We're gonna have awesome shirts and buttons, all kinds of stuff. Uh, we are gonna have a name the WWE tune game. And you'll be competing against the hosts of the Heavenly Podcast, who are gonna be our show's announcers for, uh, for the whole event. And they are insanely knowledgeable about wrestling and theme songs. So you gotta bring your A game if you're gonna compete with these guys. See now, now you make me want to come, but I can't. Yeah, see, I'm telling you, it's, it's. I mean, I'm just getting started here. Just getting started. I will, I will, I will get every question about Repo Man correct. I will tell you why we didn't use Repo Man as a song because the first thing in the song is Repo Man. So you know, Repo kinda, Man. Yeah, kind of gives it away there. Uh, but yeah, so we'll have that game. Dan Champion, who's this is his third time as well wrestling at Forza Lucha. He's going to be challenging fans to a game of Seinfeld Seen It. Ooh. So if you love Seinfeld Ooh, and everyone does. I'm, I'm sorry. That was part of his contract signing, wasn't Indeed it? Indeed it was. That was part. Uh, there's a video on our YouTube page, him signing his contract, that, where he demanded to have Seinfeld Seen It present. And now you can challenge him at Seinfeld Seen It. Uh, he's really, really good at Seinfeld, just so everybody knows. <laughs> uh, so, again, it'd be very tough to beat him as well. So we're going to have that. Uh, Too Hot Steve Scott will be there, and he will be taking selfies with everybody and anybody. So that'll be fun. Everyone loved uh, Too Hot Steve Scott uh, last year. Just, and just, then, don't him, just don't give him pointy objects. He, he tries to get stabby. He does. He he's tried to assault people last year with with a almost like a it was like wooden stake at that point. Maybe uh, only the rest of the vampire. We just didn't know. <laughs> That's true. So we're going to have those events. Uh, other little fun things going on. We're going to hopefully have some drink specials, I believe, outside, which would be nice. Maybe some food specials. We'll see. I don't know that aspect of everything, but I think they're trying to get some food specials too. Uh, and then we're going to have our kickoff match, which is going to start before 2 o'clock, and that is going to be Oleg the Usurper versus the Beast and what I can only describe as a Newark street fight. I think that's the only way I can really describe this thing. Uh, these guys, I'm sorry. Why is a Viking in a Newark street fight? Because he does what he wants, and oh, you well, tell him no. Have you seen I, him? I, you know, you know what I did um, last year, and I have to say he taught a kid well because a kid stole my sharpie. Yeah, see, he, well, he didn't know any better anyway. So those no, but I mean, he's he's learning from Oleg, so I mean, I, I, I guess it's <laughs> to be expected. So yeah, those two are gonna have a big old brawl. Uh, I have I can't even tell you what's going to happen because I don't know. I really don't know. These guys 
they're not so good with obeying the rules. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, for the main, play by the rules. Yeah, for the main card, I'll run down some of the matches. I don't want to give away everything. Uh, but we are going to have the cup tournament it's returning. We had that last year, which Fire Ant won. So we're going to have the Forz Lucha Cup. We're going to have uh, Kefka the Quiet taking on Smiley again, which was in our pre-show last year. Smiley was not too happy that he got beaten up with a sledgehammer at the end of uh, his match at the last show. So they're going to be going against the hardcore weapons of anything they can think of. Any kind of weapon they can think up, they're going to hit each other with. And that, that sledgehammer really was devastating last year. It was. It was. There's, I think there's a clip on YouTube of our, our little uh, summary on our uh, previously on video. I don't know what Kef's going to do. He's a little out of control. So that that's one of our matches. Uh, Amasis versus Frightmare in a two out of three falls match. Ooh. Yeah. We're going to have uh, Dasher Hatfield versus Juan Francisco de Coronado and a semifinal match. I, be- I believe that's a semifinal match for the Forza Lucha Cup. Uh, last year, the Coronado pretty much stole Dasher's spot, so Dasher definitely wants to uh, get a little paybacks on him and get his spot. That Dasher's the one with the baseball mask, right? He is indeed. He is indeed. Is, is he going to be? Is he going to change it to a soccer mask by any chance? I don't think so. Although that would be pretty awesome if he did, but I wouldn't get my hopes up. Oh. Uh, we're gonna have. Let me see here. We oh, we're gonna have Joey Janela. I believe Joey Janela is gonna be taking on Silver Ant. That's also a little personal from the huge fight that broke out during the main event last year. So those two are kind of like team captains going at it. And uh, the last match I'm going to announce here, and we definitely, I'm telling you, we have more. We have more on our website and everything. Is the Gentlemen's Club Championship Edition? Chuck Taylor, Orange Cassidy, and Dan Champion taking on the Garden State Gods, which is Mike Quest and Eric Corvus with their partner Nicholas K. And all I'll say is that this will more than likely be a must-see match because if you didn't know, Chuck Taylor is apparently retiring this year. So this will more than likely be his last appearance ever at Forza Lucha. So highly recommend not missing that. Um, Just to to make sure I'm correct, uh, I believe it was Orange Cassidy got the red card last year? He was, yes. Okay. Uh, And I should add this year... There was a stipulation that Dan Champion put in his contract beside the Seinfeld scene that we didn't even notice until we signed everything. Orange Cassidy cannot be disqualified. That's interesting. Yes. So he might run amok. I, I don't know what so, to so, so wait, in a six In a six-man tag team, one guy gets no DQ and the rest have DQ that, stipulations? That's right. One man. That's a hell of a stipulation right there. Yep. One guy can't get disqualified. Do you, do you think he'll, be, he'll manage to keep it business drunk? Or do you think... Uh... He'll get sloppy again. Oh, boy. You don't know what that guy. I don't think I've ever seen him not overly. Not like he's always been business drunk or worse. So I would expect more of the same. Excellent. But, I, you know. Here's here's a question. If he's always at business drunk, is it business drunk for him? hmm, That's a good question. You have have to ask him. Although he doesn't like talking to fans. So Mm. it's tough. But, uh, yes. uh, And I'll tell you some of the other guys. Matt McIntosh is returning, unfortunately. I don't know what happened. He kind of just showed up, and he's, he's going to show up again, and we couldn't couldn't stop him. So he's going to be around. Like I said, two out. Steve Scott's going to be around. Uh, I don't think – oh, Worker Ant's coming back. A new group called the Rogues. Bunch of guys. There's going to be a ton of people coming out for this. 
So absolute must-see, and I guarantee it will be over for you to plenty of time to get over to the Red Bull Arena for the game. Plenty of time. So the show should end around 6, if I'm mistaken? I would say it probably end around 5 o'clock. Okay. Yep. I, I just I just figured that much action was a four-hour show. It's I, I'm guessing. I mean, it might run a little bit later, but you even if it ends at 6, you still have plenty of time to get to the stadium. Well, true. You have an hour at that point. Yep. Oh, we're also going to have a ton of raffle items, autographed Red Bull stuff. Uh, we have autographed stuff from Sky Blue with uh, national team players' autographs on them. Kelly O'Hare's autographed. Christy, yeah, Rampone autographed. Tons of cool stuff. Autographed stuff from wrestlers. Lots and lots of cool things. Uh, I think we have, I believe we're going to have two tickets to a autograph session with the Red Bulls. Hmm. Yeah. Very nice. Yep. So tons of things. And don't forget, this is all for the uh, AIDS Research Foundation of Newark. It's all the money's going to charity, all of it. It's all going to charity because we got a bunch of really awesome sponsors. Uh, one of them being us. Just That's saying. right. Just saying. I mean, come on. We we are an f- official sponsor. Um, but uh, Seeing Red is one of our sponsors. Our good friends of Seeing Red, Empire Soccer. Thank you, Dave Martinez. Uh, Kick ALS is one of our sponsors. Lehigh Valley Apparel Creations, we have tons and tons of sponsors, and, uh, you know, we got to thank them all for helping us out, because it wasn't for them, we'd be paying out of pocket for a lot of this stuff. So super awesome, yeah, we we have so so much stuff going on. We're going to have a bunch of surprises, trust me, it's going to be a blast, a blast. Pat, who are you looking forward to seeing? Oh, uh, you know, I, I'm always looking forward to what shenanigans the, uh, you know, the Gentleman's Club are going to get in and, you know, and, and whatever surprise guest we might see, I'm just saying it could be Tatanka, you know, it could be the ghost of Big Boss Man, um, <laughs> it could be Gangrel. I mean, I can't confirm any of those guys will actually show up, but they could show up. So, yeah, that's, I'd say, what I'm most looking forward to. Repo Band, you never know. I mean, we're in Newark. Someone's going to have something to know. You never know when the, when the Repo Man is going to show up. Could be now. You don't know. Repo man. I'm going to look forward to when it comes out on DVD in like seven months. Seven months? I, I know. That's, I, I know. That's, well, that's probably lofty expectations, but. <laughs> Listen, we're, we're going to bust our ass to get this one out. I, I don't suppose that the, uh, the, any of that sponsorship money will go to buying a compressing program. <laughs> <laughs> we just need to open Forza Lucha Industries. That's all. If we do that, we'll be all good. Just, uh, just become a promotion, absorb Chikara, and, uh, a JCW. I can't remember which one, if it's JC or... Now they're GCW. Oh. God. I couldn't even get the name right last year. Now I was gonna change it on me. What the fuck? That's right. That's no consideration for me. I have enough, hard enough time pronouncing people's names. You're gonna change the name of your goddamn promotion? Come on. That's right. Just because of you. That's all. It's the only, it's the only real reason. See, so, yeah, again, I'll just say, just come out. It is a, it's so much fun. Ask anybody. Everyone has a good time. Everyone is very interactive. All the wrestlers hang out, take pictures, sign autographs. You don't have to pay for autographs. You don't have to pay for signatures. Nothing. nothing. These guys are there for a charity show. They ask, they're asking very little. You know, some of them just ask for tickets to the Red Bulls game. That, that, that's about it. And, uh, we really want to see a lot of people come out because it's, it's going to be, Oh, it's gonna be so much fun. I can't wait. I can't wait. I gotta work these next two days. I want them to be over. I want it to be tomorrow. I'm ready. Boom. Alright, so I guess, uh, that this is the time to wrap it up. Yeah, let's wrap it. 
All right. You can visit our us on OnceMetro at OnceMetro.com slash red hyphen bull hyphen rant. You can email us, redbullrant at gmail.com. You can call us at 973-348-5329 on Twitter at Red Bull Rant, at Dr. Stooge for myself, at PMACDA2 for Pat, at The Truman for Truman. Subscribe to us via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or at SoundCloud.com slash red hyphen bull hyphen rant. Last words before we get out of here. Uh, viva Forza Lucha and a big old red win. Uh, yeah, see y'all at Forza Lucha. New York is red. Let's win. All right, so for Pat Truman and myself, this has been episode number 154 of the Red Bull Rant. Thank you guys for tuning in, and as always, go Red Bulls. Peace out. Late.